George. Joe, we're rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1048. The record high on this day was 80 degrees in 1921. We shall return to 1921 in a moment. It was 9 degrees on this day in 1954. And on this day in 2018, because this happens in the spring, seven and a half inches of snow. Mm. And uh, we have ice outs. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1921, and I noted to myself, see above. 1921 was the record (laughs) high on this day, and that was the first of three days in a row of record highs for 1921. Minnetonka also went out in 1976, 1995, 1998, and 2007. White Bear Lake went out on this day in 1995 and 1998. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Before we begin, I'd like to make you aware of a great ray of hope. Okay. And boy, don't we all need them. This is from this Bill Stein uh, up in Aiken. Two weeks ago, I was walking into our local restaurant to meet my wife and father Mike for breakfast after morning mass. There in a booth were three squared away looking Marines in their dress blues. A gunny sergeant, a gunnery sergeant, a corporal, and a young female officer. My oldest son served in the Marines, so I stopped to talk to them. We had a pleasant conversation about all things Marine, and I found out they were a team of recruiters on their way to speak at the high school. What am I... Out of my son's graduating class, five guys went into the Corps. Not bad for a small school. When I was seated, I told my waitress that I wanted to pay for the Marines' breakfast. She said, get in line. You're the sixth person to ask that (laughs) so far. But our policy is that all servicemen and women in uniform eat in here for free anyway. That's why they're here again tomorrow. (laughs) Terry, the the wife, came in and, of course, stopped to talk to them. Father Mike, himself a veteran, did too and wanted to pay for their breakfast. So I told him to get in line. Good luck, Bill Stein. That's fantastic. So now I'm going to go on a uniform. Get myself a uniform and go ahead. I'm <laughs> in the third see, battalion. See, that's what you think. Isn't that something? <laughs> I'm in the third battalion. I'll have the pancakes. You immediately think of how you could wrestle yes. this to get finagle <laughs> yes, this yes. to get free food. Yes, at the risk of getting my ass kicked. Yes. Now I'm going to go on, on a big limb here. Not maybe six people, but I bet the same thing would happen in the metro. Yes. Not yeah. not six people, not people getting in line to do it, but somebody would have done somebody it. Somebody would have done it, yes. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, I am I have uh, deep thoughts based on reading uh, uh, that the Chinese spy balloon that China wants to claim was benign gathered intelligence from sensitive U.S. military sites. Oh. The Chinese spy balloon that flew across the U.S. was able to gather intelligence from several sensitive American military sites, despite the Biden administration's efforts to block it from doing so, according to two current U.S. US officials and one former senior administration officials. China was able to control the balloon so it could make multiple passes over some of the sites, at times flying figure-eight formations, 
and transmit the information collected back to Beijing in real time. The intelligence China collected was mostly from electronic signals, which can be picked up from weapon systems or include communications from base personnel rather than images, the officials said. The three officials said China could have gathered much more intelligence from sensitive sites if not for the administration's efforts to move around potential targets and obscure the balloon's ability to pick up their electric signals by stopping them from broadcasting or emitting signals. The National Security Council referred NBC News to the Defense Department for comment, and the Defense Department directed NBC News to comment senior officials made in Feb. Okay, I'll stop there. Oh, my deep thought is there's no need for this country to have a war. There's no, aside from if you could get Putin put away in a cage okay. and get rid of him, there's no reason the world will, and I predict, the world will not go to war. If, if the war that we might imagine is China, wishing to flex its muscles and control the globe. They don't have to do anything. Uh, my deep thoughts over the weekend is, we're, A, we're doing it to ourselves, and B, uh, we're doing it to ourselves. We don't meaning, have to, meaning. I was without power for three days, which is nothing. There are people all around the world suffering, so I understand that. But I was without power for three days, no papers, no mail, no plowing, and no power. And I thought, this country's losing its mojo. The Amazon people got to the house, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, I think they have plows in the front of their trucks. But the papers and the mail didn't. Did so, the ordering go up then with the... Uh... I don't know what she's doing. Okay. So my thought was, China, you don't have to do anything. You just wait another year, two or three, and we'll be pretty much thoroughly ready for the taking. We're just, we're just not. the The gung ho is missing. Mm -hmm. the the uh, The spirit in our step is missing. And and it won't take long for you to, for China to capitalize on that if they want to. We have ineffectual leadership. And, oh, I think they are, Joe. Yeah, they are, well, they are capitalizing on it. In yeah. all honesty, how much land do they already own in this well, country? They own quite a bit. But good Lord, we, we, we are in no position to put up a fight. The, the, we have great military in place, but you know, will they be handcuffed by an ineffective administration? We don't know. Wouldn't you say, though, that our greatest threat comes from China with the backing of Russia? Yes. But I'm thinking if they want to save their treasure and save their people, Putin doesn't seem interested in saving people. True. They, they wouldn't have to do anything. They'd just be patient. Hmm. Just be patient. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> wait her out. Biden's in town today, by the way. I saw that. Not yet. Not yet. He's coming in town to, uh, oh, at 1240 p.m., and he'll head to the Cummins Power Generation Facility in Fridley, where he'll probably pretend he knew all about power generation. Oh, I used to work here, he'll say. And uh, it's part of his uh, efforts to watch uh, or to uh, tout the green, uh, the green energy deal. Then he leaves our local airport at 4.40 p.m. today. All right. So be careful. There'll probably be a lot of make-a-moves. As uh, I said last week, I already know the route. Right. 
But uh, and because you're a good patriotic American citizen, you're not going to reveal that route. Yeah, I like the access I've been granted. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. why jeopardize it? I've got some space, man. Uh, the plows in St. Paul uh, plow when the snow melts. Oh, that's easier then. So yesterday, yeah. along came the plow up the street. Save on gas. Pushing slush. <laughs> and, and I had just gotten the driveway apron pretty much bone dry. And I stood there and smiled at the guy, and he smiled at me, and, and he avoided me. Because I was trying to tell him, don't, don't cement me in here. Because right. you put that stuff there, it turns to cement overnight. And he he was great. He just he didn't deposit anything. Did he give you the little? I'll just drive around a little the, bit. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me give you the difference between Andover and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. I went out eight thirty Saturday morning. The streets in front of my house were sparklingly clean. Yeah, but that's not the way to do it. You should wait till it melts. We wait in St. Paul until it melts. Yeah, and it's much easier yeah. on the plows to push slush. Very effective, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was I? Oh, I have some space management uh, emails. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. Uh, no, that was a different email that said Hail the flashlight king. Okay. We're not saying Hail, again. Well, Hail then you. Are we saying Take away again? my Hail no. you. So. Uh, Carol in Isanti writes, uh, can I get a ruling? Does a wife get to share in her husband's cylinder index? I believe we have yeah. ruled that. Yeah. She also notes, looking forward to snow melting so I can ride my Bintelli e-bike from EcoFun. Well, That's what is the ruling? I don't remember this. Yes, yes, wives do count. And the St. Francis... So wait a minute. Yeah, that, I, she she can claim my cylinders? Well, you, you both Didn't would we say... Rule that? Yeah, you both would she, say we're at 72. She has no idea how many or where they're located or well, who. Well, then, then it's, well it's not your worry to see what she might report. If she's undercutting herself, that's her problem. So what you're saying is it's when you same when you do taxes, it's a combined household. Yes. Okay, you don't have to divide it by two. No, but if the, the CP wouldn't get it right. If anybody asked her what her cylinder index is, she wouldn't even know what they meant. She'd say yellow. Yeah. <laughs> right. So for your roommate, Kenny, that's her problem. If she underestimates you, you're you're better off. Then you can engage in the 48-hour rule and the three prices you pay. I just finished assembling uh, a twin-engine fan-cooled uh, Yamaha snow, uh, snow jet engine well, yesterday. Yeah, uh, ready to go. Also, Carol says, P.S., the St. Francis Hardware Store, where you did a show a few years ago, is closing. No! Yeah. Not because you did a show there, she oh, said. Okay, but uh, she believes the owner is retiring. Yeah, see, I'm, uh, he actually had the store for sale last year. Really? I had seen a sale uh, posted about it. Yes. <laughs> like our buddy Tom uh, Joe, yeah. who says every time we talk about him, his phone stops ringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder he retired. Yeah, well, he's trying. Well, this is a tragedy. That's a cool. That's yeah, a that GL hardware store. Very that that store. almost might be worth the trek if they have a going out of business sale. Oh, oh always, 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 always. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's you go right in the, up the road, right from, near John's. House. You go yeah. in the nut and bolt uh, aisle and buy five hundred dollars of just random nut. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Uh, Mike writes, I apologize for being late on my thoughts from your 328 show. At the beginning of the show, no one could understand why someone would throw snow back onto the driveway for it to melt. Our house is at 6,000 feet elevation. We have received an unprecedented 16 to 17 feet of snow at our house this year in Utah. The snow banks on the side of the driveway are 8 feet high, and it has become difficult for our two-stage snowblower to get it up and over that. This has led to the snowbank slowly moving into the driveway. When we actually get a day with sun, we will shave off the side of these banks and let it melt on the driveway. It is easier than trying to manually throw it up and over. The great thing about where we live is that it quickly melts and the driveway is dry by the end of the day. My wife and I are big believers in space management and we will do everything to get the driveway back. The city has given up, and their plows are no longer effective moving snow on the street. Our street has gotten so narrow that it is difficult for two vehicles to pass one another. Well, hell, that's St. Paul all winter long. Uh, It has been a crazy year. On a positive note, the Great Salt Lake has already risen two feet, and there is a very high snowpack in the mountains. I will take it. The snow has had a great impact on the drought. Mother Nature has had an incredible way of rebounding Best of luck, Mike in Utah. All right, thank you. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Mother Nature's on top of the game, isn't she? Hell yeah. Uh, here's a guy. Uh, Ann writes, here's a guy who's got some time on his hands. My husband, I'm proud to say a new GLer, was inspired by another listener's use of reverse space management to, sh- to shrink the snow pile piles on either side of the driveway. It worked beautifully on our west-facing driveway this afternoon as the kids frolicked barefoot on the slushy concrete all afternoon. I don't know if I can endorse that. Pneumonia. That's pneumonia time. I taught him, meaning her husband, about the cylinder index, and he was a bit ashamed of his 14, but (laughs) wondered if he could count an extra 90 from the ship he lives on for half the year as chief mate. (laughs) Although (laughs) he doesn't own it, so I suppose he's got some more work to do. He cannot count those. No. I'd like to add that armed with only a shovel, I like manual labor, and a husband overseas, I got asked by neighbors this winter if our driveway was heated. Well, that's how what a good job she wow, did. Wow, right on wow. top of it. Nice. Thanks for being there for us. I grew up with Garage Logic, and I wish I could reintroduce the podcast back to my dad, who listened to you all those years on the radio. We lost him and my mom last year. Both great Americans. Take care, Anna. Uh, I think there's a there's a message in Anna's email that shall not go unnoticed. Hmm. Do you think this is the first case of a wife introducing the husband to Garage Logic? Huh? Well, you would know better than anyone. Well, I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, that's foreign. That's never come up This before. lady introduced her husband to GL. Hmm. Well, wait, no. What about Stacy? She she was a GLer before she was married. So would that count? Well, how do we know he wasn't? Well, that's true. Yeah. No, I don't think Mr. Stacy was. Well... He is now, whether he wants to or not. (laughs) Say good day, sir. (laughs) Sometimes uh, she drags him along to our events, so uh, there's somebody uh, sober to drive her home. (laughs) Kelsey sent me a fascinating photo. Hi, Stace. He he buys two (laughs) beers, and she grabs one and gives it to me at the fair. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Kelsey sent me a marvelous rendering or a photograph. No, it's a rendering. 
And all true believers in the climate change hysteria should look at it. It's a picture. It's the sun. Okay. And how large the sun is in reference to the planets. And his caption was, just remember that cows and cars are responsible for a couple of degrees increase in the temperature. The sun has nothing to do with it. And here's the massive sun. The massive sun and Earth is a tiny dot a down speck. here. But but we're ruining the Earth. Not the sun has nothing to do with it. No, nope. the sun is very healthy. And the sun is big. Yeah. <laughs> and Scott from Inver Grove, I'm a little concerned. Do you recall he emailed us reporting what he thought was a UFO because the cloud he saw disappeared? Yes. You recall that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past Saturday morning, me and the CP were driving on Highway 55 at Invergrove Heights around 10 a.m. The skies were clear in every direction for as far as the eyes could see. Suddenly, a huge icicle came straight down in front of our car and shattered on the ground. Thankfully, it missed the car. I asked the CP, did you see that? She said, yes. What the hell was that? Ironically... This took place just about the exact location of that cloud I saw two years ago that disappeared into the air within a matter of seconds. I'm not drawing any conclusions. Once again, (laughs) pointing out something that I simply can't explain. Never afraid and always pushing back. Scott from River Groves. Can I I explain it for you, Scott? It fell off a tree we're probably going under. There you go. You know. Was it... Was it blue ice from a plane? That's that's another good question. Was it blue? By the way, uh, Stacy has confirmed Mr. Stacy was not a GLer. Well, like I say, he is now. Uh, how is everybody? Mind your own business. Dave <laughs> Reavers is back from a. Uh, yeah. Uh, he visited the uh, destruction area of Fort Myers and reports uh, pessimistically that it's not very good. It's. I would say the beach area is about. You're running a 30% chance of finding Where stuff that's go? open. Fort Myers. You didn't, by any chance, take the causeway to Sanibel. You you, you couldn't. I thought the San, I thought the bridge was open. Well, I didn't even. Well, I guess I didn't attempt to because it said residents only in certain yeah. parts. Well, I just was curious because all my uh, all my uh, sources are telling me it's it's just it's ruined. Yeah, there's there's still a ton of damage down there, and boats are in front yards and whatnot. Um, Have you gone anywhere in the last five years that you enjoyed? You go to a lot of places, but you always come back bitching. Me? Yeah. Oh, you. no, I had a great time no, in he Fort loved Myers. It. it was great. They weren't living in Fort Myers. They were living in Cape Coral. Yeah, we stayed in Cape Coral, not Fort Myers. But even they, even in Cape Coral, they had, a, I mean, every other house is getting its roof um, repaired. Yeah, my niece was on Fort Myers Beach, and they basically have to tear the house down there were cracks in the foundation yeah uh, insurance said no we can we can fix that up so they just said no we're hiring an attorney and the attorney said i'll take 10 percent, and i'll make sure that it's this is done sure. right well speaking of the uh the sun and its relation to the size of the earth there's a new reason now not a new reason but there's a reason now why the earth uh is experiencing tornadoes and whatnot. Okay. Never mind that it always has. Yeah. This is the always available Seth Borenstein, who writes, and this is the Associated Press picked this up, blame geography 
for the U.S. getting hit by stronger, costlier, more varied, and frequent extreme weather. Okay, the weather's not stronger. It has always been this way. It's costlier because people live in harm's way. Uh, it's not more varied. It's always been this way. Uh, but it's because of where we are. So you mean to tell me... Come check on. this out. Bring it down to me. You mean to tell me that after all these years of human beings on Earth, mm-hmm. we've only now awakened to the fact that maybe the continent shouldn't be where it is? Seth figured it out for us. Yeah. If we only moved the continent, <laughs> we wouldn't have this weather. If we could just move it to the left or the right... Why can't? How much would that cost? However many miles, we would escape weather. And everything but, would be perfect like a little golden book. Uh, I'm worried that <laughs> Seth might be listening to GL. Yeah. Because he also says, well, you see it there in the second paragraph. Uh, two oceans, the Gulf of Mexico, the Rocky Mountains, jutting peninsulas like Florida, clashing storm fronts and the jet stream combined to naturally brew the nastiest weather. Continue. Oh, naturally. Seth said naturally. That's only part of it. Nature dealt the U.S. a bad hand, but people have made it much worse by what, where, and how we build. There you go. That's that's the Sooch mantra. (laughs) Seth, what have you done? Then he goes, then Then, add climate change. (laughs) Come on, Seth. Then he augers in. (laughs) North Carolina State climatologist Katie Dello said, it starts with where we are on the globe. Man. It's a bit unlucky. China may have more people in a large landmass like the U.S., but they don't have the same kind of clash of air masses as much as you do in the U.S. My God, they're co- they figured out a way to complain about the location of North America. <laughs> we need to move this continent is the what con- we need we to need do. It. We How many move. ships will it take to tow it? <laughs> We have to move the continent. We have elevated terrain. We have the Gulf of Mexico. We have mountains. We have oceans. We have peninsulas. Keep going. Oh, my word. No wonder we're in trouble. We have the continent in the wrong place. Hmm. God bless America. America. Land that should be moved. (laughs) You know, Europe and uh, North America were one at one time. That's true. And then it split. Mm -hmm. And then it split. And it's just split wrong. Whoever done the splitting. When are we coming to get, how far is it going to have to take for them to split and then start coming back together? That'll happen. Yeah. You won't be here. No. You'll be walking around in some marine uniform trying to get a free waffle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Some whipped cream. So th- there you have it, folks. Uh, the reason we have bad weather is because uh, the continent is misplaced. I got the note from the lady who said she can't wait to go ride her Bintelli. Oh, she did, yes. Her Bintelli e-bike. Is it almost the season? It almost is. Really if you is. look at the 10-day forecast, there are some 60s in it. But not yes. before we get past the middle of this week when there's more snow in it. Come on, bring but it on. But then all of a sudden, those Bintelli e-bikes and scooters from EcoFun will be out on the roads. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. All those gas-powered scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, the uh, motorcycles, the youth ATVs, 
uh, great apparel, great service, golf carts. Oh man, all go- all gas scooters are up to three hundred bucks off. Well, electric scooters up to five hundred bucks off. It's a great spring sale. Uh, lowest price of the year on remaining Vespa scooters. Those are very cool. If I didn't like the Yamaha I got so much, I'd be I'd be getting a Vespa. Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles on sale and eight different Vanderhall USA models in stock. Look that up on their website, ecofunmotorsports.com. Uh, I, like I say, Tim keeps tempting me with these great, great products. In Forest Lake, EcoFun is on... Uh, Highway 97, just west of the Interstate 35. And in Forest Lake, EcoFun is on the service road of life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with just a simple question for you. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape or and maybe even stay in shape? Well, guess what? I've got something for you. We've got a brand new sponsor to the Garage Logic podcast, Nugenics. Total T. And guess what? They're offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231 231 and enter the keyword garage. I got to tell you, I started taking this a couple of weeks ago. My goodness, does it work? You know, I'm in my 40s now, but I want to stay active, especially with two young kids. And of course, she's looking at me and getting tired of the dad bod feeling that I have. I'm telling you what, try Nugenics Total T. You know, for some time now, I've been feeling a little less like my old self, and I haven't had as much time to work out, but I've wanted the energy and the body that I want had. And I'm telling you, Nugenics Total Tea really helped me feel revived. Hey, it's not your fault. As you age, your body loses free testosterone, the man hormone, you know? It happens to every guy, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. Remember when winning felt easy? Well, that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock. It's going to re-energize your workouts and it's going to get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. So try it right now. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231 231 and enter the keyword garage. That's 231 231 and make sure you enter the keyword garage. Okay. <laughs> Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. If you want the best lawn on the block, simple. Go with professionalturf.com, a Minnesota lawn care company since 82. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project. They use digital photography and imaging software so you can actually see how it's going to look full color before the work even starts. They specialize in installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, Rock and sod, they do it all. Plus, they can install concrete pavers, natural stone patios, whatever. You need a fire pit? I can get you a fire pit. Retaining wall? No problem. And even these fancy uh, water features like ponds, streams, rock fountains, you name it all. ProTurf does it. The best lawn in the neighborhood and amazing outdoor environments. You can see all of their work on the website, professionalturf.com. Joan Gable, we're learning, is leaving the U of M as president. 
Yeah. Didn't she just spend most of her time as president trying to land a seat on the board of, uh, yeah. was it a bank? <laughs> it was a uh, financial. Securian. It was security and financial. Security. Board. Security. No, board security yep. and financial. Yeah. Geez, these frauds move around. This it's super, a good gig. This super club is fantastic. She's going to Pittsburgh, <laughs> University of Pittsburgh. She just got here, didn't she? <laughs> Wasn't she here a short, She's very short green. time? She's still green, I would say. I would say so. And then we learn from Hamlin, which used to be a school. It no longer is. Uh, it's the ultimate in the failed academies. The uh, president of Hamlin, a woman named Fainice Miller, She'll retire. She's going to retire. Okay. I believe she probably felt some pressure from the board if that if they have one. Mm. I don't know. Uh, she uh, was presiding over matters, you'll recall, when uh, she uh, let go of an adjunct professor, Erica Lopez Prater, who displayed an image of the Prophet Muhammad in an art history class. Yes. After first warning the students multiple times, I'm going to do this if you're offended, and you shouldn't be. This is typical of art of that era. Uh, but if you're offended, you can go out in the hall or close your eyes or do something. And, of course, this Fainice Miller, the fake president of the fake academy, uh, stood behind the, uh, the one Muslim student who complained. And there was an uproar, and now she's leaving. And I'm sure she'll get, uh, I'm sure she'll get her full pay or whatever she's going to get. She faced a national scrutiny for that, led by Garage Logic. Uh, she showed uh, no courage or no uh, no anything. She just uh, caved like a cheap chair, and. Uh, I was going to say suit, but yeah. suits don't yeah, cave. Yeah, they don't really cave. Yeah. Different analogies. Folded, she folded like a cheap suit. Yeah. How's that? Anyway, she's gone, and I don't know what uh, Hamlin has in mind. They're no longer a university. They're the failed academy uh, template. They're the template for the failed academy. And do we care? Do we care that there was a drag... What do you call those things? Drag, drag show? Queen story hour? Drag show? Drag uh, At the Capitol Rotunda on Friday? Is that... Are we offended? Um, what I, for? I Why? guess we have other types of people dancing. I, I, I'm neither here nor... I really don't give a uh, Why don't I read the story? Yeah, I don't care. Well, I might change your mind. Okay, please. <laughs> I'm listening. Partially. A drag performance was held in the Minnesota State Capitol building for Transgender Day of Visibility Friday. Yeah, right. I, don't, I was unaware that that existed. I'd like to... Do we need one of those? After this story, can we get away without ever mentioning transgender people again? Because I'm tired of them. Yes. Well, here. No, wait a minute. You're, you're onto something. They have a day here, and that's basically all America talks about nonstop is how do we help trans people? How many are there? Raise your hand. There's three. Okay. I mean... The performer was Tommy St. James. And uh, that would be a he, right? Yeah. Has published nude photos of himself online and other pictures where he's dressed as a demon. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the devil my soul to keep, says one post from James' Instagram account. Well, he was clothed at the state capitol. This is Alpha News. I don't know what what his Instagram account has to do with it. Uh, James also moved his drag performance from the designated stage, <coughs> excuse me, 
excuse me, and danced on the roped-off North Star symbol in the middle of the Capitol Rotunda, which, if I am correct, and John, you might be able to verify this, I believe that's not supposed to be trod upon. That's right. where people are put uh, in state. Right, okay. that big, and it's usually usually it's roped off. It is roped off. I just read that. It's like the um, <laughs> emblem on the uh, in the room. That's like right. You wild. don't walk. You don't on walk it. on the Black Hawk yeah. or the the Wild. Uh, the event was hosted by Outfront Minnesota, an LGBTQ civil rights group, and live stream by Minnesota Democrats. Small children with transgender flags tied on their backs and babies in strollers can be seen in the live stream of the event. Okay. Speakers included the always available Peggy Flanagan, the always available Lee Finke, and Representative Alicia Kozlowski. All Democrats, of course. You mean the Minnesota Woman of the Year, Lee Finke. That's right. <laughs> Yesterday I had the honor and pleasure of performing inside the Minnesota State Capitol where I was surrounded by love, acceptance, and care. Today I had the honor of being doxxed called disgusting and have my face turned into memes, all with a collective one million views of my performance from the far-right voters and their legislators. Hey, pal, I didn't watch it. It really goes to show that what I'm doing with my platform is exactly what I should be doing, James wrote on Instagram. Another Democrat, Representative Jamie Becker-Finn, posted on Twitter that she took her child to a drag brunch last month. Okay. The brunch Becker-Finn attended identified as the Unicorn Drag Brunch at Arts and Rec Uptown, hosted by Lady Martina, one of Martina Maricino's identities. Hmm. One of? Yeah, you got a couple, I guess. Okay. Maricino previously came under fire performing for performing at a taxpayer-funded, family-friendly drag event. Maricino, who also goes by the name Adam Devine, has starred in incest-themed pornography and declared himself to be a Satanist. Oh. Huh. Now, I'm all for, uh, who wrote this? Uh, Haley Feland of Alpha News, and again, only Alpha News probably would cover this, but Haley's going a little far afield here. Uh, She's not sticking to the reporting of the event at the Capitol Rotunda. We're learning about the histories of these screwballs. Mm -hmm. Uh, In an interview for the Minnesota Arts blog, Maricino explained the reason behind his all-ages drag brunch. I set out to create the type of entertainment that I wished existed when I was a kid, And since I never really grew up, it's easy for me to remember. A bill currently in the Minnesota Senate seeks to classify drag performances as adult entertainment, which which would prohibit shows like this from taking place on public property. Uh, What we've gotten to a point now where absolutely that's what we need to do is to classify these sexualized grooming performances as adult entertainment, said Senator Eric Lucero, Republican St. Michael, author of the bill. Again, it's not just to protect the safety of our kids physically, but to protect their minds, because that's what these performances are doing is they're targeting the minds of our children, desensitizing them and making it so that our children are more receptive to this, again, unhealthy sexual behavior. All right. 
Uh, you find out anything about the rotunda, John? Uh, there is a star uh, inside a star. It's a star inside a circle and then a bigger star. That That's all inside it, but I can find nothing about not uh, dancing or right. walking or anything on it. So I, I'm not sure about that part. Well, that's where Tommy uh, cut it up good. Uh, you know what? You know what? This state's so effing gone. It's so far gone now. Who cares? Well, that's what I was going to bring up. Do they care, these drag performers, if I just say, don't know, don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I want to do this show without mentioning them because they get undue publicity. Is there a, a how much do they get paid for performing? Is it, are they like a, they're considered entertainment, right? So they get paid like bands do yeah, or singers. Yeah, they're not doing this yeah. as a comp. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. for parties, they get paid pretty well, I think, sure. don't they? Yeah. Is there a retirement it. plan or a, <laughs> 401k health uh, program. But this state is shot. These Democrats are looking for another two billion in taxes. Why okay. stop? I mean, come on, Joe. Yeah. So what's you know what? What's a drag show in the Capitol when all you're going to do is plan on ways to steal more money from us? Right. And nobody gives a bleep. Nobody yeah. cares. Who and cares? Too late. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, oh. All hail the flashlight kid. Hey, hey you. I wanted to get you. this in before we went to John. Uh, I manage a cemetery in the East Metro, and I couldn't help but comment since you were discussing cemeteries on your March 31 podcast during the Johnny Height News experience. There was a story about East Coast cemeteries running out of room to park the individuals. In most large Twin City cemeteries, that is something we are not concerned about. We've got plenty of space. The cemetery I manage was founded in, in 1889. And projecting into the future, we figure we will have at least 150 years before we will be sold out of space. And yes, Kenny is right. Working at a cemetery is a perfect job. Whenever I am sick of the computer or working with the public, you will find me with my headphones on, cutting grass on a zero-turn mower, or driving around in our bobcat purchased from Tri-State. There is another reason why I'm writing you. During our winter storm Friday night, we had a great deal of tree damage in the cemetery due to heavy snow. Tree limbs blocked roads, and it was just an overall mess. Our power was out for approximately 40 hours due to the storm. If the Democrats' small engine ban were to take place, I am confused on how I would be able to charge the batteries on our electric chainsaws during a power outage. Not only that, how would XL Energy clear down power lines due to tree damage with electric chainsaws that cannot be charged due to power outages? The only way we, we would be able to charge our batteries would be to use the evil combustible engine generators. My head spins thinking about how ludicrous this idea is, but as of late, it seems that Minnesota legislature has perfected ludicrous ideas, always pushing back Dominic. Hmm. They're not, you don't think XL is using electric chainsaws yet, do you? I, I don't think so. I think they're, they're gas-powered, so they're powerful enough, and they get it done fast. I thought we came around on electric uh, chainsaws. Kenny, didn't, aren't you a proponent of them? Great truck saw, great tractor saw. Yeah, okay. For for not very major limbs. Oh God, no! no. I, I wouldn't use it to no, no chunk up a tree. Hell no, no, no. Okay. no but if there's a limb uh, across the trail or the road, 
Yeah. You can just use a hatchet. Go get them, boys. We had a tree cross the road near my house. To get to the other side? Yeah, what's the joke? (laughs) Thank you. It fell. (laughs) And what the city does is come along and chop it up and throw it back in the guy's yard. Oh, okay. Here you (laughs) go, pal. You take care of it. (laughs) Say, uh, we're going to return. With John Height. You know when you're out of town for a couple of days? I do know that Love feeling. That. Love going out of town. You know what you miss? I felt like I was the last three days. Your water. <laughs> I missed everything. You're... I had no hot water. You didn't, huh? No. Any power? No power, no plows, no mail, no papers. So get ahead of the game and make that switch. It's springtime. It's a busy time of the year to consider new water. So go with the best. Hofferman Water and Connecticut Water Treatment Systems. Maybe you're in the market for a brand new water softener. I was years ago, so I made the switch. They also offer iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, brand new drinking water systems. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other softeners just simply can't do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage big time, but it's also going to protect your appliances over the long haul. Listen, bad water can affect almost every aspect of your house. So get in front of it. Call Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040, 952-894-4040, or just visit their website, hoffermanwater.com, and get on that schedule right now. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Pretty exciting when the weather starts to get a little bit better, warmer, and you're thinking, all right, I'm not going to have to turn the heat on. I'm not going to have to pay those outrageous gas prices. Well, you still have to maintain that furnace for next year. Close it out properly by having it checked out, tuned up, or maybe even properly fixed, getting it ready for next year's cold season with Welter Heating. Ray and Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com. They have certified guys and gals that are working on that furnace, working on that HVAC, repair and maintenance. They've got service financing as well. They understand times might be a little tight, so apply for financing and get the service you need so it doesn't cost you more down the road. Uh, HVAC installation and replacement. They got maintenance tip on their website. So if you maybe have some questions, you can get a freebie from Welter. Go to their website and find your question and then see the answer for free. Comped. That's what you are. 100 years of service. Four generations of servicing the Twin Cities metro area at welterheating.com. Make an appointment if you're not sure. Don't forget about your parents, too. Their furnace might not be in the best condition, so maybe they should need a checkout by uh, Welter coming out to their house. 612-825-6867. Winter ain't done yet. It's not not the season yet. 612-825-6867 or welterheating.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushere. You know what that fancy pro-turf treated lawn needs? Needs a cool pattern on it. A Toro zero-turn mower from Tri-State Bobcat will uh, will do that for you. The engines, the deck, more powerful than any other machine on the uh, planet. You can blast right through that long grass, back and forth, drastically cutting the mowing time. And right now, Tri-State still has the best pricing on select previous model years. The Time Cutter, the Titan, both zero-turn mowers. They range from 42 to 60 inches. Discounts anywhere from 10 to 20% under promo pricing. Yeah, and if you like mowing fast, boy, uh, the Toro Zero Turn is the one for you. If you want to plan 
for next year's space management program. Tri-State Bobcat can get you into a Toro snowblower during the spring sale. Both the Toro Power Clear, the single-stage blower, and the Power Max two-stage blowers on sale here. The best deals of the year on those snowblowers that you're going to need next year. Be sure to tell them you're a GLer when you stroll into any one of the Tri-State Bobcat locations. We're talking Little Canada, Burnsville, and Hudson, and everything they sell and rent can be seen on this website. It's a wonderful website, tristatebobcat.com. Here is John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news update is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. The storm on Friday left as many as 280,000 customers without power, according to Excel Energy. As of this morning, most of the power had been restored, but there were still about 700 customers with no power. Excel said all of those customers should have everything restored to them around the state by this afternoon. The heavy snow and strong winds took down trees and power lines all over the state Friday night into Saturday morning, leading to widespread outages. Didn't the storm look cool when you looked out your window? I mean, you know, blizzardy. Well, it was at two in the morning. Were you up staring at it? It was yep. no, it was it was not at two at my house. It was that and, way at eleven and o'clock. They, and we had no wind. Hmm. Oh my God. My didn't have any flag wind. in the backyard straight out. Yeah, we Looked didn't like have it was being held. I, I tend to be out. a bit of a paranoid individual. Friday driving back, they had huge tornadoes in the Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky Illinois border, which is where I ended up crashing for the night. Mm-hmm. With the hotel I stayed at, I parked in the backs because I was worried the giant hotel sign was going to blow over. Really, that's a bit paranoid. Yeah, I was called into work at about four fifteen, and I did see that moon, and it was ginormous through the clouds. Hmm. Kenny was amused, weren't you, by that, Kenny? That yeah, so that. Joe's in a nice little area there, um, you know, surrounded by trees and houses and neighborhoods. He got zero wind. That means nobody got any wind. <laughs> no, it wasn't it, windy for anybody. No. Yeah, it no. Was, it, was, <laughs> it was snowing straight across. Yeah. No, no, you no, looked out no, the window. There was yeah, no wind. it was a yeah. sideways snow. There was no wind. Uh, meanwhile, airlines are trying to get things back on track after the storm screwed up schedules at the airport. According to the airport, at least 66 flights were canceled, more than 140 delayed uh, delayed yesterday. Sun Country was having issues as their phone lines were jammed with folks trying to find out about flights and getting flights coordinated. In a statement, Sun Country acknowledged the busy phone lines at the call center, explained weather-related issues were the root cause of all the disruptions they were facing. Well, at least it wasn't busy with spring break going on and everything else. The people who got out Friday morning then were lucky. That's when you could have gotten out. Yeah. It was later when the storm hit that you had I the problems. I saw some people that I know. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. It's a domino effect, and Sun Country is not without fault, but uh, when they have to wait like that, then the, once the crews time out, they can't legally fly, and that's when the dominoes start to fall. And it looks as if Sun Country doesn't care, but the union contracts say pilots time out at X, flight attendants time out at X. They can't go there and come back, and that's the harsh reality of it, and that's when things start to get really messed Even up. Even if they're on the ground, they're not up in the air, they're not working? Yeah, if they have to go to Cancun and back, and they don't have enough time, they will time out. So they can't get on board that aircraft if it's going to be eight hours from now, and they can't fly the planes. They can't get a new crew there, so they cancel that oh. flight. It's it's a horrible series of events. And Look, I'm not defending on country, but did ahead. you say Domino? Yeah. Rick. Oh, Domino. Sorry. When my 
flying his pencil. Just wanted to play guitar a little there, sorry. Thanks, Domino. Was that your Van Morrison impersonation? I don't really have a Van Morrison impersonation. That was really bad. John Height. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> couple of, a couple of stories uh, you've already hit on a little bit, Joe. University of Minnesota President Joan Gable is leaving to become chancellor at the University of Pittsburgh. Joan, we hardly Just, knew ye. 2019, she came here. I looked it up. Uh, uh, seemed like yesterday, Joan. Trustees at the Pennsylvania School, which enrolls more than 30,000 students, voted this morning to select Gable to serve as the institution's first female chancellor. In a special meeting Monday morning, Gable told the Pittsburgh Institution's trustees she was grateful that they had welcomed her, quote, first as a pit mom and now chancellor-elect. What, uh, on what grounds was she? She didn't accomplish anything here, did she? Well, they, the enrollment's in decline. Yeah, that's true. She got her board gig. Yeah, that's true. Uh, other than that, I don't know what the hell she contributed. How is the new chancellor going to be more psycho than the last <laughs> chancellor? That's you know what? Right You're question, right, Kenny. Kenny. I bet it applies the same way we apply it to politics. You'll regret your previous the loss of your previous <laughs> chancellor. Meanwhile, Hamlin University will start looking for its next president. This morning, the university's president, Dr. Fainese Miller, announced she plans to retire from her role on June 30th of 2024. Miller, the university's 20th president, has served in the role since 2015. Uh, she's credited with overseeing the addition of new programs like business analytics, computational sciences and contemporary music, growing the number of students applying for and getting national awards, investing more in some of the university's signature programs and strengthening the first-year honors program. Uh, she also oversaw Hamlin's largest first-year enrollment growth, increased the university's endowment, and worked with the Board of Governors for the NCAA. She has been in the news recently, as we talked about, after a controversy at Hamlin that saw a teacher was dismissed after complaints that a picture of the prophet Mohammed was shown in an art class. As we found out later, the teacher had supplied ample warning to anyone who might be offended, but Miller still defended the move. The move sparked a conversation about academic freedom at colleges and universities. Don't call Hamlin a university. It's not. It's just, uh, I don't know what it is. Pretend. A bunch of buildings. <laughs> Star Tribune reporting a federal judge has moved to strike down the Minnesota law that bars 18 to 20-year-olds from getting permits to carry handguns in public. That decision, released Friday, comes nearly two years after three young adults teamed up with three gun rights advocacy groups to file a lawsuit against former Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington and the sheriffs of the plaintiff's respective counties, Douglas, Mille Lacs, and Washington, arguing that Minnesota's age restrictions violate their Second Amendment right to bear arms. In a 50-page order, U.S. District Judge Catherine Menendez ruled for the plaintiffs and wrote that her decision was driven by a ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court last June. But the judge also expressed concerns about that standard, which requires governments limiting gun rights to show that their laws are consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearms regulation. The judge writing, Second Amendment jurisprudence now focuses a lens entirely on the choices made in a very different time by a very different American people. She added that the Supreme Court opinion, which struck down New York's strict limits on carrying guns outside the home, makes clear, in her words, that today's policy considerations play no role in an analytical framework that begins and ends more than 200 years ago. I did not practice Snow uh, uh, space management. Oh, let, I went St. Paul. Did you go St. Paul? No. Here. I would have, but I couldn't start the snowblower because no electricity. You have an electric What the hell are you mm -hmm. talking yeah, about? I was going to say, you doesn't have, have a pull power. cord? It does, but my sh right shoulder doesn't work. 
So I don't want to take your chance of staring at it. Such a girl. What? Jesus. So you don't have electricity, which means you can't start your gas-powered snowblower. Right. I could have by pulling the handle. But I won't pull the handle. Maybe you should have asked one of your grandchildren, you know, the three-year-old, to come out there and pull start it for you. What? Yikes. Why didn't you just turn the electric key and went... Uh, because you have to plug them in to use the uh, electric oh, right. start. You're right. Okay. Oh, I was unaware of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, me too. Yeah. But I would have uh, done it early. Because if you had waited, it wouldn't have been worth trying to do it. I spent 90 minutes pushing snow. It was done by 10 a.m., by 4 p.m., <laughs> it was all gone anyway. Yeah. What a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, for those of uh, you who cannot wait for the Minnesota State Fair this summer, you can get a taste of the I event. I can next. wait, John. Yeah, oh, next story. May, June, July, <laughs> August. It's only four months now. Yeah, five, I guess. Oh four and a half, five. Uh, We're not anyway, going to be there this year, though, I'm right? As far as you know. I don't think we should be. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I'm staying Chris out of that conversation. Chris Reavers, look at him smile. I think we should be there once or twice. Seriously. Three times, lady. We should have our own anti-state fair yeah. where we actually do live shows, but we don't do them there. Yeah, like I'm thinking, find us. I'm thinking maybe in the studios where we already work. I'm on board with whatever <laughs> decision management makes. See, yeah. now here's how I thought differently about all this. This story is about the kickoff next month to mm-hmm. summer at the fair. I thought maybe we could do a show there. Uh, Tickets for the event, which is management now knows me so well that they call me to talk me off the ledge before announcements are made because they know here's what's coming. I'm going to start firing (laughs) off angry emails and phone calls. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm more of a go with the flow guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you are. Tickets for the event, which is scheduled for May 25th through the 28th, rain or shine, will go on sale Thursday of this week at 10 in the morning. Children ages 4 and under get in for free. Adult tickets, 12 and a half bucks. During the kickoff event, attendees will be able to enjoy dozens of food and beverage vendors, music, games, and prizes. See, don't you think this would be great? You go, go to that, May don't 20... you, Rook? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Let's yeah, do a show May 26th. Mm-hmm. What, 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 John? What about well, let's the... go out and do a show May 26th. John, why don't you? Yeah, let's go. Why don't you? Come why don't on. you, John? Why don't you? I like, to, I like to do shows with my friends. Yeah, you go out and find some. Speaking of food and events, John, are you going to lay the, uh, the Rook with today's festival? festivities over at uh, Target Field. Oh, no, you, I didn't you know, see that. I did see that already. Oh, oh. I had that email. I would not have been able to attend. What, the new food? Yeah. But I, I looked at the new foods, and they're just getting, they're starting to get a little bizarre. Give me some stadium food. Try oh. not to be so all-inclusive. Let's, let's the, go. Back in the day at Met Stadium, you could get a hot dog and a, uh, what were those uh, ice cream cups. things called? Malt cups. Uh, or the they, snow cone, or the rainbow snow cone. No, they weren't called malt cups. Malt cups had the thing with the little wood, wood spoon yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, you'd pull off the top, yeah, and there'd be a little right. like, chocolate. And that was it. Yeah. And, and you were happy with that. You get a beer. Some popcorn. And yeah. a Coke. Okay. That's and it. then you rode your horse home. That's right. <laughs> 
On that note, uh, we'll have more news after this, after we hear from our friend, The Rookie. Thank you, Johnny Cake Ridge Road. I want to tell you about Minnesota Masonic Charities. And I want to tell you about the wonderful work that they have doing for quite some time. They'll continue to do great work. You can go to their website. Their website is mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. And since 2006, several longstanding ch- charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to create one umbrella organization, MMC, with a mission to promote even graver, greater levels of philanthropy. And today they're one of the most influential grant makers in Minnesota. So if you're looking for, I don't know, an event, maybe you're looking for a nice place to go, and they are having a wonderful, wonderful event on the anniversary of April 29th. It's Garage Logic's anniversary. And what I want you to do is I want you to check out their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. This is going to be a clay shoot. And it's a really neat event. It's going to be on April 29th. I'm going to give you the details this week. But I want you to save that date, April 29th, 2023, the anniversary of Garage Logic. There will be a wonderful event that you can check out. Do me a favor. Go online to mnmasoniccharities.org and learn more about it. And I also want you to listen to Garage Logic this week because there will be more stuff coming up. A lot to tell you about. But poke around their website due to the fact that they do have some great great uh, donations, some great people they work with, and this sport clay shoot is going to be a great way to raise some money. Check it out. Go online to mnmasoniccharities.org or send me an email. I'll send you their brochure, minnesotamasoniccharities.org, and that's rookie at garagelogic.com. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the fourth. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Down, 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 down. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. With winter in its fifth month, what is this? The third spring we're experiencing here? What's the season, man? Got another uh, one coming Wednesday, Kenny. Uh, bet you anything you forgot all about your windshield covered in smashed bugs, didn't you? Yeah. Well, Seafoam actually has us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. Bugs Be Gone, it easily solves your frustrations over scrubbing bugs off your windshield and the front of your vehicle. You spray it on, it breaks up that sticky bond of bugs and crud with the vehicle surface, and you wash it away with water. And yes, it's safe for all finishes. I've actually been using it for years. It's non-toxic and water-based, leaves no film or no haze when it dries, just a clear windshield with not a bug in sight. And actually, I use it on other stuff too. 
Um, you can use it on any kind of organic, weird crug, uh, crud. Lots of people try it on a car and then find other uses, campers, golf equipment, fishing gear, anything organic. You just spray it on, rub it around, wash it off, and Viola, the <laughs> bugs be, uh, be gone. Thank you, Seafoam. Thank you very much. More news. Uh, Joe, I should let you know, you sound kind of down about the weather. We're only supposed to get rain mostly here in the Twin Cities. Okay, not snow. good. So yeah, but where is it, what is it going to do outside of Joe's window? Yeah, his backyard exactly. is what's <laughs> most important here. Uh, up in Duluth, apparently, they're looking at another, you know, 8 to 10 inches. Oof. But uh, what are you going to do? Oh, I think it's fine. <laughs> in other news, former President Trump leaving Florida for New York today for his expected booking and arraignment oh, on charges God. stemming from hush money payments during his 2016 campaign. The president, uh, former president, already in the midst of a third presidential campaign to try and reclaim the White House, said he'll leave his Mar-a-Lago club, fly on his private plane to Manhattan around noon, and spend the night at Trump Tower before turning himself in to authorities tomorrow. Trump Tower was open, but authorities were planning to close nearby streets as Trump came and went, and additional security also was in the works. They've also taken steps to close and secure the courthouse floor, where the former president is set to appear for an arraignment tomorrow afternoon. Trump supporters, including one of his staunchest defenders in Congress, Representative uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, planned a rally in New York late Tuesday morning, probably before Trump would have to stand before a judge as part of his arraignment. She was on with Leslie Stahl last night on Meet uh, on 60 Minutes, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I didn't learn much. I didn't learn Were much. you expecting to? Not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, For, I just retweeted a photo from CARE 11 political reporter John Croman, and uh, it's titled this way. In today's edition of Wacky Minnesota Politics, <clears throat> Ilhan Omar posted, posed, excuse me, for a photo with Ingi. What? Ingi is yeah, wearing... Ingi sent that to me. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Ingi is wearing his <laughs> Let's Go Brandon baseball cap, right. posing with Ilhan Omar at the USPS uh, Postal Workers oh, Union she rally read, obviously. in Minneapolis. What does oh, What does Crowman wow. call him? Did you What did you describe Crowman describe him uh, as? Okay, I'll just read it verbatim. Uh, in today's edition of Wacky Minnesota Politics, USPS mail carrier and GOP activist, activist. Jim Engbertson posed with right. Ilhan Omar at a Postal Workers Union <laughs> rally in Minneapolis yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. He's a GOP activist? Apparently. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know why? Because he says I, he is. Right. <laughs> right. right. But this, photo is, as. this photo is spectacular. Well done, Ingi. Yeah. What do you make of the uh, guy, the GLer that's going around, uh, I don't know where the hell he is, southern United States or somewhere out east, putting GL caps on all the statues and yeah, monuments? Thomas Jefferson, I saw that one. Yeah. They're GL, GL caps? Yeah. yeah. GL trucker caps. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good. Good. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson is running for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. He made the announcement yesterday. He said, I hear people talk about the leadership of our country, and I'm convinced that people want leaders that appeal to the best of America and not, uh, and not simply appeal to our worst instincts. Hutchinson said he thinks his experiencing messaging and hope for the future will resonate with Americans. He said he thinks Donald Trump's legal issues are reason for Trump to drop out of the race. Trump's indictment marked what he called a sad day for America, but it's also a great distraction, he said. He said it's important to maintain the integrity of public office, so Trump should concentrate on 
his due process. He said, I do believe if we're looking at the presidency and the future of our country, we don't need that distraction, and he needs to be able to concentrate on the legal issues that he faces. That first-grade Virginia teacher who was shot and seriously wounded by her six-year-old student has filed a lawsuit this morning seeking $40 million in damages from school officials, accusing them of gross negligence for allegedly ignoring multiple warnings on the day of the shooting that the boy had a gun and was in a violent mood. 25-year-old Abby Zwerner, who was a teacher at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia, shot in the chest and in the hand on January 6th as she sat at a reading table in her classroom. She spent nearly two weeks in the hospital. She's had four surgeries since the shooting. The administration at the school had multiple warnings about the boy the day of the shooting, including one telling them he had a gun in his backpack but did nothing about it. Nothing was done before the shooting. The boy had done other things in the past, including an episode when he strangled and choked oh. his kindergarten teacher. Well, John, I uh, I appreciate that newscast. Um, so I'm reading some of the comments attached to this photo. Uh, yeah. Could this bring Ilham down? Could Ingi actually bring her down? <laughs> what did what did Royce say when he saw Ingi wearing the Scott Jensen jersey at the state fair? That's a slam dunk for <laughs> Governor no, Walls. Right. Yep, no shot. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we come back? I have a very strange story, uh, rookie, that will remind you of a Turkish family we talked about okay. once. Yeah. Right to it after Kenny. Okay. Truth, justice, and the suture. <laughs> oh, look at, look at, this. look at him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start it for him. The, the big sale at Maple Grove. Wow. Oh, that music ran out. Dang. Play another song, Chris. Uh, big, big sale. Maple Grove Lock and Safe runs another week in a couple of days. Save $400 on select bronze colonial Fatboy Juniors and Centurion Safes. Don't wait. Don't wait. The steal only good through the 12th. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty Safe made right here in the grand old USA with full transferable lifetime warranties. Best fire protection in the business. And our guy, Rich, the owner and proprietor of Maple Grove Lock and Safe, he's going to set you up with professional delivery and installation. A couple things you do as an adult. You pay somebody to haul your junk when you move from house to house, and you always get professional delivery and installation when it comes to big, heavy safes. There's a website and a phone number. Website first, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You'll remember that. The phone number, you might have to write it down, 763-494-9075. Rich's shop is at 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and that's the big sale on the Liberty Colonial Fatboy Jr. and Centurion Safes through the 12th. That's next week. Check them out, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Then stop in and meet and greet Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Rook, uh, maybe others recall, uh, we we found something we couldn't pass up. Years ago, we came upon a story about a family in Turkey. Mm-hmm. where through some genetic quirk, uh, none of them walked. 
They did not evolve fully. They only oh, went on all fours. Crab walk. Uh, they, they walked on all fours. Tough at the prom. Yeah, yeah. You know. That was a, <laughs> and, and, and they uh, may not have been the best-looking family in the village. No, but I'm afraid this country might now top that. Uh-oh. There's a family in Odd, West Virginia, O-D-D. Okay. How ironic. Odd, yeah. West Virginia. Hmm. The Whitakers. What are the Whitakers well, up to? What's the story? Well, it's a sad story. They're, okay. they're known as America's most inbred family. Oh, oh my God. no. And they, uh, <laughs> That's not Inky? No. We got dueling banjos going on? They don't speak. They okay. bark. <laughs> they they bark. And then if somebody... This is here in this country. This is in odd... West not, Virginia. not Turkey. This not Turkmenistan. No, they were discovered by a filmmaker uh, named Mark Leta, uh, who yeah. uh, is, has done a 12-minute short film called The Inbred Family, The Whitakers. Yikes. The, no, it's way beyond yeah. that. That's what, thank you. That's what I'm seeing. The three woof, siblings' woof, parents woof, 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 are also their woof, brothers and sisters. No. And uncles. Be quiet, Dad's talking. <laughs> the three <laughs> the three siblings' parents were first cousins twice oh, because they share both sets of grandparents. I can't follow that. Oh my God! The that town is one of, nutty uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> the yeah, and they bark. The town of uh, Odd has eight hundred people in it. And, uh, and they're all related. And this family apparently is <laughs> yeah, the star right. of the family. A star of the town, the town of 800. And uh, woof, woof. the kids are named Lorraine, Timmy, and Ray. Lorraine, Timmy, and, Timmy Ray. and Ray. Their parents were double first cousins. And uh, wow. What does that mean? Well, the genetic complications have caused... They don't go out much. Oh, wait, no. You know what that means? It means... Uh, They're related on both sides of the family. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. the genetic complications have caused a host of behavioral issues. Imagine. Uh, this filmmaker first <laughs> yeah. came upon the Whitakers in 2004, and he took pictures of them. Oh, God. And he returned to get to know them better. Uh, he said he's shared some bizarre moments. How did he communicate uh, with them, in all honesty? They walk around, but he their eyes too. are going in different D directions. Dog and whistle. They, they bark at you with their <laughs> eyes. Are... <laughs> and then uh, wow. one of them always tries to get away, but his pants fall down around his ankles. That's those and youth. He, those youth he, these days. He trips and starts barking. And then... Uh, Thank you. Yeah. They need a police escort because people are uh, <laughs> clamoring to see them. And, uh, Seriously, okay. they haven't capitalized on their I was just going to say the uniqueness? same thing. We have so much garbage now at our disposal on television. How have these people not acquired some type of television? Uh, the next Maury Povich. Well, I'm afraid that's, that's coming. Uh, they, uh, they don't live in very... Uh, very good conditions. They don't. You do a chromosome count on them. You don't get any X and Y. You get a lot of W's and yeah. V's and Z's. <laughs> right. and throwing an L and a Z. They oh. live in a very crowded home uh, with uh, a lot of animals are in the house, and uh, and it's not very clean. Can they um, talk to the animals too? Then well, they can talk to the animals apparently sure. by Great barking. But they're all they crawling don't. around, sniffing each other's bottoms. Whoa! And the uh, 
And they don't take showers. They just go out and rub their butt on the yard. Ew. They, oh wore, they the wear pole, uh, the pole. They wear rundown clothing, and uh, they're they're quite a sight to behold. It's uh, see at the fair. They they uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, they're in the Daily Mail. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, huh. You see them there. Uh-huh. And they've got some issues. Uh, but you know what? How do we know? Maybe they're happy. We don't know. Maybe don't they're know. happy. Boy, that really is something to say about uh, inbreeding, isn't it? You really, really need to watch that. Getting a date yeah, for prom, I, I, not I, uh, an issue. Yeah. Just go out to the backyard. You probably already know the answer. <laughs> Jeez, Just ask your mom, hey, sis, want to go to the uh, prom with What me? are you finding there, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm seeing the family photo. Good one. Yeah. Oh, they all pose together for a... There's some dental problems. Yeah, we got some and, issues. And, uh, got the bad choppers. Some eye problems. Dog breath. And, yeah. Some speaking problems. A lot of drool. A lot of, uh, a lot yeah. of hygiene problems. Yeah. Oh, oh you know, yikes. I just... Meet the Whitakers. Mm-hmm. They're uh, Frank and Betty and... It looks like... I'm going to use the old GL saying right here, they... They probably all vote just like we do. Yeah, <laughs> it's Lorraine, Timmy, and Ray, and then I think the parents are Frank and Betty. Where's this in Mississippi? Uh, no, Betty and uh, Odd West Betty Virginia. and Kenneth. Yeah. Betty and Kenneth are the mom and dad, so to speak. Well, and the one, the one guy. Is so Ray and Betty, uh, the Whitakers. They're the Whitakers, Matt. Yeah. Ray and Betty are the parents, but they were the uh, children of. Who knows what? Uh, what crossed grandparents? Yeah. So their parents oh, sh- were were Oops. the the children of shoot. right. Yeah. Well, the the one I believe this is Ma. That'd be she, Betty. She in, in the photograph of her, it looks like she's always saying hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, she's always saying. Mm. Uh, let's get down to let's get down to what really matters. No, no. What about uh, <laughs> what about the you know swimsuit areas? I don't body, know. body parts. I, I, don't, they, uh, I would have no idea about that. What, what would David Tell say about? I just got hung up on the barking. <laughs> Speaking in grunts is a uh, they speak what in a grunts. way to communicate. <laughs> they yeah. grunt. They grunt a lot. Yeah. This How fan... would you know what the grunt meant? I wonder. Well, I suppose I think, by now I, they do. I think they do. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks yeah. like they do. I think. Yeah. I think it means come on over here and sit well, on Daddy Brother's lap. <laughs> Junior's got the the drooling, and the one eye looks like it's never open. No, it's gone. Yeah, the one eye is shut. It revolves around behind his (sighs) eye socket. Oh, my Lord. And then he grunts, and then it comes back. And when grandma's keeping... When when you're taking a picture of grandma, she's looking straight at you. She's still checking on the family to immediately This would be the ultimate reality show. I would absolutely watch this. Well, it will. What somebody, kind of title would you give it, Kenny? This sounds like a laugh a minute. Somebody is going to be cruel enough to do it. I hope so. It'll be titled. I, uh, I can't look at the picture anymore. Uh-huh. I can't even Show me think it. it. I don't have it up on well, my screen. The film I think has WTF, been viewed. Just what the. <laughs> the film's been viewed four or 28 million times on YouTube, the documentary. Oh. Huh. How long oh, is it? Man. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't wow. say. What's for dinner, Ma? Oh, no. 
What state is this? this West is, uh, Virginia. West Virginia. No, this is the town of Odd, West Virginia. Have you guys ever been in West Virginia? I have. No. It is. No. Uh, yeah. It's, I know we've banned the word scary, but uh, that's. Kenny. I mean, I've been in some bad, bad neighborhoods, both uh, in New York and Philly. And your uh, advice to me when I drove through there a year ago was, "Don't stop for gas. Keep going, man. Yeah. Keep going. Do not exit that freeway." And, and what if, if you did and you walked to the door and you knocked on it, it was no. the, the oh my God, no. family. No, no. I need directions. <laughs> and if your car breaks down on the freeway, I mean, it's, Just rope, it a, it's yeah. a rope and a rafter time because yeah. it's over for you. Yeah. Just leave it there. there. I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, there are th YouTube clips of them uh, doing various things. Oh, boy. <laughs> Breakfast <laughs> with the Whittiers, Walmart shopping with the Whittakers. Oh, boy. Yeah. When, now, when it comes time for uh, intimacy, do you think the whole family gathers around and cheers and well, the walls probably aren't gives real friendly thick. tips? Yeah. And, hey, Ma likes it this way. Right. Yeah, chew on the back of her neck. And that's just <laughs> right. that's just looking through the knot hole. <laughs> Only because I, uh, bark just... twice if you like this. <laughs> Only because God bless them. Yes. Uh -huh. Joel, let me ask you a question. You know, we always say we're all God's children. Are the Whitakers? What did you think was going to happen bringing up that story? Well, I know. I just, I was reminded of the Turkish family yeah, we discussed that one, one time. Really, we really. Or they had crawled. They, they surprised us. But I didn't but know we had But they didn't bark. I, I didn't know we had this here, though. And, oh, and this is here. Yeah. What would they look like in a drag show? W would you know? No, you wouldn't even have to dress him up. Just, Coming yeah. to the stage. Only because they come from to Odd, us. From West Virginia. The entire family. <laughs> 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 only me. I think Elmer's from West Virginia. Slurping on moonshine Virginia. out of a shoe. Yeah. Well, it's very quiet. Can we do this, please? Yeah, let's Only get this because done. they come to us <laughs> all the way from Marlith Park. In Umpumalanga, oh. South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day in... Oh, shoot. Uh, see, they don't print as well here as they do at home. <laughs> here we go. Dang it, John, call it up. 1859? In Wright County, Oscar F. Jackson is found not guilty of the murder of his neighbor, Henry A. Wallace. Sibley. Wallace. Wallace, correct. And then the next sentence is good deal of evidence. Although there was a good deal of evidence. Against Jackson, a forensic explanation of Wallace's body did not offer sufficient proof of his guilt. After his acquittal on April 25th, an angry mob lynched Jackson in Wallace's house. <laughs> Sounds like it's odd West Virginia. Because the you. A. This is like ad libs. The authorities in Wright County cooperated with the lynching. Governor Henry Sibley offered a... $500 reward for their capture, and that was the beginning of the Wright County War. Hmm. Uh -huh. On this day in 1920... April 3rd. St. Paul's Union <laughs> Station opened. Union Station <laughs> opened in 30. Okay. Boy, sure. that was a hopping place until it wasn't. Right. On this day, I'll need your help again, John. On this day yeah. in 1970... The former Greyhound bus station in Minneapolis opened its doors as a mu music club called The Depot. Then what? Twelve years later, it, it would be renamed First Avenue. By Steve McClellan, the booking agent of the club, and Jack Myers, the... Club's co-owner. 
club's financial manager. A cornerstone of the city's musical scene, First Avenue hosted local and national acts and was featured in the movie Purple Rain. Yep. There I go. You ad lib that part. I did, yeah. yeah. And they used to be punk rock. Now they are the opposite of punk rock. They are the puppets of the Biden administration and the far, (laughs) far, far left. What are they? What do you mean? What groups are they hosting? Oh, who who did they move out of there? Was it Dave Chappelle? Somebody oh, yeah, somebody right. was booked in there last really? year. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was a huge should. story. We talked about that. Joe. They bow to public pressure. If we did, I don't recall it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scott Matura is a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. Yes, and he lets us know that there are a lot of shows and stories on the Whitaker family. It's very humorous and sad at the same time. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <clears throat> still funny. It's still funny. At least, at least I still know how to play dueling banjos. That, I'm very impressed by that, Johnny. Thank that you, G. That was on your feet, baby. That uh, was on your feet. Patrick's yes. chomping at the bit out yes, there. Thank yes, you. Yes. He wants in. And if he does want in and he's got some extra time, he should poke around Pod MN on his own smartphone so he could find a podcast that would please the Whitaker Family Podcast. The Whitaker Family Podcast. Let's start it now. Oof. Just a step, just a small step above Table Talk with Rookie's Family Podcast. A very small step above that. Say, uh, subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube page. That's fun and entertaining. You'll see some stuff you can't see, unsee on that page. And then go to garagelogic.com, sign up for the town council. Pick yourself up a $10 Fratelloni's hardware and garden store um, gift card. Once you do that, you can poke around uh, all the other stuff we have on the uh, Garage Logic website. History, recipes, fun stuff, boring stuff. Fun Friday. Fun Friday, Monday stuff. See you, Chop. <laughs>